Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Under the Stained Glass, that podcast where we take a look at what we studied in church today and approach it again from a family angle. Yeah. And I want to remind you, by the way, that you can always join us for worship at 9 o'clock and 1030 on Sunday mornings. That's a West Coast time. And you can find the link to our worship services down at the bottom of the description of this podcast. I want to welcome my pal, Ms. Whitney. Hi, everyone. And just look back at what we talked about in church today. We were in this awesome story of Jesus as he comes before the high priest Caiaphas, and they throw all kinds of false charges at him. They're just looking everywhere to find something to nail Jesus on, you know. But in the end, the only true, the only charge he will answer is the true charge. Are you the Christ? Are you the Son of God? He says, mm. yes, straight up. He will tell the truth. And we were talking about how important it is for us to really stand in that truth. Even if we don't know the answer to everything, sure. we need to know the answer to that. Well, we want our kids also to be true to God and to biblical values. But we know that as soon as they turn on the TV or they walk out of the house to go to school, those values are going to be under assault. And we may not be able to teach our kids to have an answer for every question that comes up or every assertion that's made, but we can give them tangible ways to remind them that Jesus is God, that he is Christ, and, and that's to whom they belong. Yeah. So Ms. Whitney and I were talking about and thinking through what are some of those unbiblical assertions and ideas that kids are exposed to as soon as they leave the house. Mm -hmm. One of these things that I see and I would say is huge in society is the idea that you can lie as long as your intention is to not mm, hurt somebody lying. with the truth. Yeah, and this is something that society really pushes that's against our Christian belief system. Mm. We don't ever want to hurt someone. We know that. But to lie in order to spare pain will just delay pain. It's not going to spare pain. Unless we are able to keep up that lie perfectly to the end of our days, at some point it's going to come out and we will trip up and that pain pain that we were trying to spare that person is just going to come to the surface and even more so because it has that added hurt of our own lies. Yeah, that's a tough one. And that, you know, honesty is a really big Christian value, but yeah. our society doesn't put a high value on that. Kids, it's really easy for kids to get the impression that lying or cheating is really okay sure. as long as you don't get caught. And whether that's on a test or in sports or in games or whatever. Yeah, and this can manifest itself into an idea that if no one sees it, it didn't really happen, mm -hmm. which can lead to cunning corners when no one is looking. Some of these things might be keeping the extra change that you might have gotten at the store or slipping ahead in line of others or even putting away the shopping cart at the grocery store, even though that seems like something really simple. It, it is a big deal. All these things, they go back to that idea of godly behavior and excellence. And when society asks us to cut those corners, they're really asking us to turn away from God's will and what he wants for us. Mm. Yeah. And another idea that I think is implicitly out there, if not explicitly, often it's explicit, is that sex is just not a big deal. And I yeah. mean, our kids do get that message all the time. It's not a big deal, or rather even that it's okay mm -hmm. as a recreational activity. The lyrics of songs really have a lot of that attitude built into it. And there's also this idea that there's more than two genders, that gender is fluid, and that we can choose and change our sex. This is taught even at the kindergarten level yeah. in California schools. So these ideas really cut against our belief 
of God as the creator who made people specifically and knows us and loves us and has an order to creation. Mm -hmm. Which really plays into the idea that's so widely spread in society that evolution is the only explanation for creation. This is a huge one for school-aged children, even really young school-aged children because it's such a widely spread idea taught in nearly every school setting. We know that this isn't true, but as children, especially children that are seeking to understand the world and their role in it, this can be something that can really get embedded into their minds and even pull them away from God. Mm-hmm. Well, so these are really, really big issues and really big questions that even adults have trouble thinking through. But while we might not expect our kids to have answers mm-hmm. for all these kinds of assertions, we can remind them that regardless of all of that, they can answer the big question, to whom do you belong? And that they belong to a God who has expectations of them, high expectations, mm-hmm. yeah. but also has a great love for them, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some ways then that we can give, what are some tools we can give to our kids to have uh, tangible reminders of that great big love and, and those yeah. big expectations? Well, something that was very popular when I was in school was the WWJD bracelets that were mostly rubber, and you'd get them for free at youth group or about 50 cents elsewhere. And it was a great subtle reminder each day that you were representatives of Jesus and that our actions should mirror his own. And it was subtle enough that no one would really pay much attention to it, but also so recognizable that other Christian children would be able to identify with it. And it made you feel like you were in a group of some kind. It was a wonderful reminder throughout the day that you belonged and you weren't alone. Oh boy, that's such a big thing for for kids, especially Christian kids, to know they're not alone. On the same lines, I think it's really a great idea to give um, kids a cross to wear around their necks. It can be a special gift, you know, to mark a milestone in faith or any other kind of milestone. And it can serve as a real tangible reminder and a comfort to touch it and to remember that they belong to God and that God is with them. There are also rings made that will have a symbol, maybe a fish symbol or a cross, or even parts of Bible verses, like favorite Bible verses, like cast all your worries on him. That Mm -hmm. was a big one for my son growing up. It's a verse that they've taken to heart. And if it's written right there, and it's right there on their ring, can remind them of those values. Yeah, and along those same lines, something else they can carry is maybe a backpack Bible. These really help to make the word accessible at all times and in every situation. But it's not cumbersome or even out there for all the world to see. So it might not, you know, if they're a little bit shy about it, that doesn't make them embarrassed or it's not difficult to carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just to have that idea that God's very word is is right tucked, yeah. tucked in there, you know, and, and that those promises are in there. It's good. Another way, I think, is to just encourage your kids to say grace before they eat, even sure. if they're at school. And it doesn't have to be a big thing or mm-hmm. that, in, that anybody would even notice. Yeah. But just to take that moment in silence to bow their heads and remember uh, that we do not stop being in relationship with God just yeah. because we're not at church. Yeah. And in fact, the, especially when we're out in the big world, we do not stop that relationship with God. 
Yeah, and another way that they can actually heighten that relationship with God in those settings is connecting with church friends or even other Christian children that may be identified with them in some way outside of church. This can be amazing for rooting our children to who they are and the truth of the word. Their friends are naturally going to have a lot of influence on all the things in their lives and a lot of say about those things. And if it's filtered through the lens of Jesus, this really adds a lot more strength to their understanding of the truth. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's we don't want to forget that even as we honor God with these actions, we have the real presence then of the Holy Spirit with us and something we can't see. But boy, sometimes we can really feel it. It's so important. Well, these days, the the fact is our kids are going to spend a lot more time in secular environments and uh, absorbing secular values than they will in the sacred. So we really need to give them some connection to those sacred values and to God. And these are some really, really great ways to do it. Yeah. Our verse for today is Joshua 24, verse 15. And it says, if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We can't shield our children from everything they are going to be exposed to in this world. And much of it's going to be counter to our Christian beliefs. But we can help them by choosing what we're going to teach them and how we're going to build their confidence in who they are through the eyes of God. Yeah, boy, that's those are those are really important words. To whom do we belong, right? Yeah. Whether we're adults, whether we're children, uh, no matter who we are. Well, I just want to thank you all for being with us today. And yeah, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.